This is one of the very important steps as a new vegan that you need to take is to prepare your comebacks for hypothetical questions. Now, see, I was caught off guard because I had not prepared my comebacks. Hello and welcome to another episode of TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about vegan things. We talk about social media. We talk about just whatever we feel like talking about. Yeah. Today we are diving into the world of hypothetical questions. (laughs) Because that is every non-vegan's favorite thing to talk to vegans about. (laughs) Right? And you got some very interesting ones over the past few days. That I have never heard before. Yeah, I think we hit a new level of... Ridiculousness? Excessively hypothetical, (laughs) I want to say. You thought the desert island was intense. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, the underlying themes of the questions was basically about where does your morality end? Or like the extent of your morality? What is moral, what is not? Yeah, because I mean, I base my... The reason I went vegan has a lot to do with the moral reasons of harming animals. Yeah. So, the question, <laughs> the questions posed were very strange. Like, beyond, like, impossible. Like, you know when everyone asks, what if you're stranded on a desert island and there's a cow and you need to eat the cow to survive? Like, at least... Maybe that's happened to somebody. Maybe not a cow, but there's been animals, and yeah. that's pro- someone's probably been stranded on an island. The ones that you were suge- that someone was suggesting to you, no way they're happening. So let's just do a quick disclaimer. We and nor do the people that I spoke to, as far as I know, support or participate in cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, disclaimer. <laughs> but it was. A hypothetical discussion. So, basically, because, like, you can't ask an animal if they're okay with you eating eating them. them, If it was a person and they said, it's okay for you to eat me, would you eat a person? Let's say, like, you're stranded on an island. There's been a plane crash. Some people might be dying. The person knows they're not going to make it. Yeah, they're basically like, you can eat me because... You're going to make it. I'm not going to make it. You might as well, you know, survival, yeah. right? So does that go against your morals as a vegan? It's such a ridiculous question. I honestly couldn't get past the part about wanting to eat a human. Yeah, so. that's the thing. It's like so much so like like eating animals is the norm for a lot of people Eating humans is not a norm for anybody, I hope. Yeah, vegan or not. So, like, to think about, yeah, you know what, I would eat a human. That's hard to say, even if it goes against or doesn't go against your moral compass. Like, I know, right? But it was the whole idea of morality. So, because we weren't really getting anywhere with that conversation, because I could not get past the part about, like, I don't want to eat a person. Why does this conversation matter? It doesn't matter if I'm vegan or not. I don't want to eat a human. Exactly. So then the counter argument was, okay, what if the cows got the ability to speak? Yeah. And they could tell you that they wanted to be eaten. And there was, I think there was two scenarios posed. And one was, 
that it was just a random cow and the other was that it was a cow that had been raised and you know taught to feel like yeah this is a good thing that you're going to be eaten it's and your when destiny you, yeah you want to be chosen <laughs> <laughs> but like so would that go against my morals as a vegan if the cow was like I'm cool with it. I want you to eat me. This is what I meant to be for. <laughs> and I was kind of like, I in the scenario where the cow has been raised to believe that this is what they're meant for, it's I argued wrong. against it. Yeah, yeah, because then there's still the whole role of uh, superiority yeah. and hierarchy it's like, playing. A it's role. like a child being raised to think like the wife's job is running the exactly. household. It's like. That doesn't necessarily make it right for you to tell, refuse a woman a job because her job's in the household because that's the way they were raised. Like, it's the same kind of weird situation. Yeah, like, I don't truly believe that a cow would want to be eaten. Yeah. Without being influenced heavily. Yeah. Into Like, they're just raised and conditioned, if this cow could speak, they were raised and conditioned to believe that this is how their life works. It was just like, it's just been imprinted in their brain to think that this is how their life is supposed to end. Mm -hmm. So like, it's still wrong. Just because the wrong thing is happening at the beginning, you conditioning someone doesn't make it right at the end because you've conditioned them your whole life. Yeah, and just because the cow's like, yeah, it's okay, I want to be eaten, doesn't mean I'm like, yeah, but you're so cute, you should want to live. You should want a better life for yourself, man. Yeah, well, change that cow's (laughs) perspective. (laughs) Actually, I think I might have said that. I was like, well, I just asked the cow why it's feeling this way, you know? Yeah. Maybe find it somebody to talk to. <laughs> Yourself. You can be a I cow will therapist. Talk, I will talk to the cow. <laughs> it's such a silly question because it's impossible. Nothing. That's not going to happen. And, like, I don't. And, like, the human part of it is just so oh, weird. The human part is just. Well, like, the, a really ridiculous way to. My have favorite the conversation. one was the liver one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, if you thought that all of that was weird, (laughs) I think this might be the weirdest. Because the next part was, okay, what if it's, you don't have to eat, like, the whole person, but... The person doesn't have to die for it. Exactly. And the person can give permission, because a human liver can grow back in something like 30 days. So, what if me and Kat were like, man, we really want some meat, like, just craving some meat, and one of us volunteers to give a part of our liver that gets cut out we saute that up and eat that would that be okay with us morally as vegans again it's not a vegan question yeah it's a human question (laughs) it's a are you okay with eating human beings and i think my answer is no (laughs) i don't think i ever had animal liver i don't think i would ever want to eat any kind of liver to be honest i mean liver is a popular dish yeah so it's not that far-fetched but human liver is definitely not, far-fetched yeah that is far-fetched um <laughs> so yeah i have no interest in eating Catherine's liver and also just like the whole situation of like yeah let's cut open my body take out let's perform surgery yeah. in my kitchen Take out a piece of my liver. <laughs> in my kitchen? Oh, and we're not... saute no. it up. Well, I assume you'd want and it to kind of be fresh, right? Oh, okay, yeah. Because, like, you don't... You have, then you have to recovery, and then you're, like, out a few days later, and the liver's not fresh anymore. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. And this then... Is, it's just such a weird situation. Like, I don't know if you have a good liver or anything. Like, exactly, I don't know if I want yeah. your liver. I definitely don't want your liver. <laughs> okay, that's rude. Too personal? Um, Offended. I'm so sorry. You shouldn't be. 
I don't want anybody's liver. Okay. I don't want my own liver. I don't want anything. <laughs> That's the other thing. Imagine eating yourself. Exactly. <laughs> because one of us would be eating our own liver. And I was like, no. I don't. That's, that's gross. No. No, that's, thank you. That's creepy. I don't think I'd ever crave meat that much. <laughs> I know. It's just like, it's just, it's so funny when non-vegans, like, they run out of, like, normal questions to ask you that they just throw out anything their brain can make up, and they're like, what if this happens? Yeah. And I was like, um, that's not gonna happen, but if it happens, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. I don't, I don't even know how your mind gets to this place. Like, do non-vegans have all these emergency scenarios <laughs> set out? Like, are we supposed to have all this planned? All oh. these what-if scenarios? Okay, maybe that's what we need to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Planning all these what-if scenarios. Guys, what if we're in a post-apocalyptic world and there's no vegetables there's left? no tofu. No tofu. <laughs> no nothing. Just cows, chickens, <laughs> sheep. And people? Some people? And people. Yeah, we would assume there's also people. But there is nothing, no vegetables to eat. It's just arid land. And there's no way of growing vegetables. Like, we are stuck with these animals, which also means we have a limited supply of animals because animals eat plants to live exactly. and grow. So, so like, we're going to die anyway. Yeah, we're screwed. So, I think the answer is we're dead. <laughs> no matter but, what we no, do. No, no, no. The answer is, are you going to eat that cow before you die? No, what? Like, so I can live, what, an extra three days and a month? Well, I think a optimist would be like no i need to stay alive because we might find a solution you know living beings from another planet might come save us i don't want to die before then i'm gonna eat this cow i'll let the i'll let the cow see the aliens that's very noble if if the cow outlives me oh Oh, (laughs) what if the cows die first oh would you eat it if okay, the cow yeah. dies? If the cow died of natural from, causes. Well, from starvation, probably. <laughs> yeah. Because there's no food for it. Because they have no it. food for it. Would you eat that cow? I don't know. It died naturally, and it's not my fault that it died. Oh, but I would. I don't it, think it I'd want to see weird. it. It would feel weird also just like having to pick apart a cow. Yeah, like I wouldn't want any part in the cow dying or the cow being prepared to eat. This is a very weird situation. I know, this is very weird. But also, like, do you think if cows didn't have food to eat, would they eat humans? (gasps) Are cows omnivores? I I don't know. Are cows omnivores? I thought they were herbivores. I think they're herbivores. But, like, do you think if it came down to it, they would, like, start nomming on some people's arms? Well, can I outrun a cow? I don't know. Cows are pretty fast when they get going. Well, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> you probably would be able to run a cow. Maybe slightly. Slightly? Yeah. Animals oh, are pretty fast. I think it would be terrifying to be chased by a cow. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be terrifying. <laughs> and we're both probably really hungry, so we can't run for very long. No. there's no who food. Would, who would run out of gas first? You think the cow? Because they're trying to They've fuel got... this huge body. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Wow, this... Snowballed. I hope this doesn't happen. <laughs> Me too. I don't want to be in this situation. I don't want to go to war with cows. <laughs> Planet of the cows. <laughs> this whole hypothetical thing is a slippery slope. Yeah. I don't know if we should have dedicated an entire episode to it, but <laughs> we're already 12 minutes in, so I feel like we have to stick with it. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> it's just I don't know what non-vegans like so much about hypothetical. It's like... 
do they get satisfaction in a vegan being like, you know, yes, I would eat that cow. In this (laughs) very, very specific, unlikely situation, I would eat a cow. Does that make you happy? Yeah, like, is that what they're after? They're just, I feel like it came from, like, maybe this, this, um stereotype that vegans think they're better than people so maybe they're like just want that one thing so you're like you're not better than me you'd eat meat too i don't know maybe or is it maybe because like we're vegans that don't necessarily find meat gross yeah so they probably think that our tolerance level for morality is lower yeah Yeah, really (laughs) you're weak we can break you gone back to the book like, what if cows don't exist you have no meat to eat and you only have vegetables would you be a vegan <laughs> or would you turn to eat a human <laughs> oh my god i need to go back with that like this really obscure situation where all there is is tofu would yeah you eat tofu? <laughs> the only source of protein is tofu would you eat tofu? Damn it, I wish I thought of this last week, but I'm going back I'm, with I'm this. sure it'll happen again, the conversation. <laughs> you just need to, like, write down a bunch of different situations <laughs> where there's only vegetables left. Oh my gosh, that's actually perfect. That is... Oh, that's now going to be the answer whenever somebody gives a hypothetical question. Yeah, we've just determined what Whoa. your answer should be. Come back at them with their own hypothetical. Yeah. What if animals don't exist? All you have left is lettuce and tofu. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Would you eat that tofu? <laughs> or just start eating humans? Like, who knows? If you gotta have meat, you gotta have meat. Right? Oh. <laughs> You're stranded on a desert island. All you have there is your lettuce friend and your tofu friend. <laughs> Is it morally right just to eat vegetables? <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, these situations, though. I've, like, have never seen hypotheticals go as extreme as the examples you've given. And they're, like, wonderfully weird examples. <laughs> <laughs> that is the perfect way of describing them, yes. Wonderfully weird. I Like, I've heard hypotheticals and they're like, oh, would you eat a human type thing? But not to, like, the... Would you eat a liver that was offered up or, you know, (laughs) it's just such a silly situation. Maybe they have experiences with some really intense meat cravings and they can't imagine, like, being able to resist that. And we resist it all the time, although I don't think our cravings are that intense. No, definitely not that intense. Not to the point where I think about eating a person. (laughs) Just, like, sitting at your desk and just start, like, biting a person's arm. Like, what? It's like... Do they think that would happen to them? I, I maybe. Like, I if I they know. had no meat, would they just turn to their neighbor and start gnawing on their arm? I, I think somebody's been watching too much sci-fi movies yeah, or something. Yeah, something like that. Walking Dead or something. Oh, that maybe. might be. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's such a... <laughs> I just... They're so stupid. <laughs> but I do like the angle of the animal being able to speak. Yeah. Because then what if the... What if there was that one rogue cow that was like... This isn't right, man. Oh, the and, like the activist cow. Yeah, and the cow yeah. said that to not the non-vegans. Oh, yeah, what 
would they proceed to just murder that cow? And they'd be like, sucks for you, man. This is what you're yeah. meant to be. That's actually a kind of cool situation to go back at them where they're like, what if the cow could say you're so, it's okay? And be like, okay, what if cows can speak and say that it's not okay? Yeah, what if what they would you do? got really upset was like, please don't do this to me. No, yeah. please, I want to. Like, what if they begged for their lives? Would you still be able to eat a cow? Whoa. <laughs> I'm getting sad just thinking You've about it. We've got so many different things we can hit them back with, though. I know. Because, like, yeah, sure, the cow says it's okay, but, like, your situation is so much worse. If the cow says it's not okay, then yeah. you proceed to murder this cow? Yeah, like, how cruel are you exactly how unemotional are you like we're not cruel for saying no to eating that cow yeah but you're cruel for eating that cow if it says it doesn't want to be eaten yeah i don't know like i guess if you don't have any emotional attachment to animals at all like not even dogs or cats maybe you'd be like eh it's a talking cow why am i gonna listen to this (laughs) (laughs) He knows nothing. This nonsense cow. But I think if you're even, like, the slightest bit an animal person, quote unquote, then I think that that might strike a chord. Oh, for sure. So we just need cows to start talking. Yes, that's what we need. (laughs) I wonder if it would, like, strike a chord for all animals. Or, like, what if cows were the only ones that could talk? I think the hardest one to sympathize with would probably be chickens. No offense to chickens. I was thinking more fish. Oh, fish too. Like, chickens, I'm, I used to think chickens were the hardest to sympathize against for, but, like, the more I am vegan, the more I realize, like, chickens are adorable, chickens yeah. are super cute, they have such good personalities. And then you look at fish, and you're and like... Then, and then you look at fish, and it's hard to read emotion on a fish's uh, face. Ah, yeah. But you can read emotion on a chicken's face, and you can see when they're happy, like, their little things flop over, mm-hmm. when they're not, like, taken care of well, so there is signs... But, like, for fish, I feel like it's harder to read, so it's harder to connect with fish. It's it's hard, because, like, I just, like, you can see so much emotion in an animal's eyes, for the yes. most part. Oh, yeah. So, like, I don't see how other people can't see that and feel the connection, that same connection you'd have with a human who's yeah. sad. Like, you can tell when an animal's sad. You get sad when your dog's sad or when your cat's sad. Yeah. I mean, how many movies do we have where animals do talk and you feel emotional during these movies? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we just got deep. We got so deep. These poor animals. We just need to go to a farm sanctuary, I think, and just cuddle some animals. Yeah. I wonder how people would, like, if you brought, like, non-vegans to, like, a farm sanctuary Mm -hmm. situation, if they would find more of a connection with animals that were, like, rescued from these types of situations. Like, if you gave them the whole backstory yeah. of how this animal this is, was rescued and the progress. This is how it was rescued, this is how it was born, all this stuff and everything. This is what it went through. And now look how happy this animal yeah. is. I could see it, like, I could see them understanding the emotion and feeling it, but I don't know if it would resonate long enough for them to make a serious change. So you think change. they just, like, later go have a burger? Maybe not the same day, but... It's like, hard, like, I feel like a lot of people also, even if you, like feel that connection with animals it's hard to remember that the burger you're eating is an animal sometimes because you just think of it as a burger you don't think of it as a cow yeah i think you'd have to like take them to the sanctuary get them all emotional and then immediately follow that with a really good vegan meal Mm -hmm. so then they can figure out that they can not eat that cow but still I feel like they would Enjoy need like those flavors. A kinda? vegan, yeah, a like, vegan meal that Beyond mimics burger. whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. like the Beyond Burger after meeting a really happy cow. Yeah, like we're gonna go to A and W after this. Yes. And 
everything's going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're going to still get a burger. It's going to not have cow in it, (laughs) but it's going to be delicious still. It's going to satisfy those meat cravings that you think you cannot resist. (laughs) You cannot live without. If not, you're going to have to start eating humans. (laughs) Apparently. No, those livers, they grow back. It's basically like bottomless meat carrying around with you all the time. All you can eat, liver. (laughs) Oh, man. What a way to live. But yeah, I just think, like, I guess we should go to, like, dealing with these silly hypothetical Uh, questions. I feel like coming back with your own hypothetical questions would be a great way to deal with them. And, like... Think of them, like, brainstorm ahead of time, because you will always get them, and, like, think of the general ones people give, and then think of a good, like, comeback for it. That would basically be the exact same situation, just in reverse. Mm -hmm. This is one of the very important steps as a new vegan that you need to take, is to prepare your comebacks for hypothetical questions. (laughs) Now, see, I was caught off guard because I had not prepared my comebacks. (laughs) Now you do. Now I'm ready. So when you go back and you just, you should reignite this conversation. Be like, I thought about these scenarios really hard over the weekend. And this is what I've determined. And then hit them with their scenarios. (laughs) I will answer yours if you answer mine. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. I I think I know the answers to mine. Don't want to eat human. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Anything that involves me eating a human is a no. (laughs) (laughs) Totally off the table, no matter what. I knew that right when you said the situation. <laughs> that's no. <laughs> I will not be eating human. <laughs> I just like, I'm like trying to picture a situation where a cow can speak and say it wants to be eaten. Like, I would still feel sad about killing something, mm-hmm. even if it wanted to be killed. Like, that seems so sad. Oh, yeah, for sure. The desert island scenario is more realistic. Yes. Because the cow can't talk. Yes. It's just you. And it's just survival. Yeah. It's... It's all about survival, right? Yeah. You don't know when you're going to get rescued. So the answer is, or the question is, would it make you a bad vegan or would it go against your vegan morals? Yes, but would you do it? That's a separate yeah. question. Yeah. I feel like it would be one of those, like, really last resort things. Yeah. Like, if I actually felt like I was going to die, I, I still can't even picture murdering I something. Yeah. Like, it, it sounds so scary and so not nice. I wouldn't be able to do it. But like, I don't know, like, I've never been in that situation where I felt like I was gonna die, so I don't know how I would act. Like, I think I would do everything possible to survive off whatever else is in the land. I'm assuming there's some sort of other vegetation there. Yeah. That I can eat. There's water clearly all around. (laughs) Like, so like, I'm assuming there's other stuff I can live off of, but like, it's also that whole thing where it's like, do I kill this cow and then just eventually die myself anyways? Like, why not? This cow could probably live a nice, happy life on this desert island. So, like, I don't know what I would do. I don't know either. I feel like I, especially if I left it to the end where it was a last resort, I feel like I would have this connection with this cow where I wouldn't want to kill it. It would be like a pet. It's like Tom Hanks and the volleyball. Yeah, it would be like you two have just like, you've done through this desert island stuff together and now you're friends. Oh, you totally would be friends. So like, I don't think I could ever kill this cow. (laughs) Damn. What if the cow started dying? Well, I definitely still wouldn't kill it. But if the but cow died? But if a died? cow died of natural causes? I don't know, because, like, it's the same thing as, like, what if you're on there, on the island, with your cat? And oh. your cat dies of natural causes? Your household cat. So you and this cat got stranded. Yeah. There's no other animals. There's vegetables, sure. 
But, like, your cat dies. Yeah. Could you eat Bosco? No, because it's your pet. You, like... Also, I feel like you <laughs> nasty. But, like, it's, like, that's... You build that connection. It's the same, like... It's the same thing about a human. If a friend of mine dies and I'm staring at, I don't think I would eat them because uh, they're my friend. <laughs> yeah. And you made that connection and it still feels wrong. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird situation. It's really weird. I hope I'm never stranded on a desert island with a cow. <laughs> Actually, I mean, it would be great to be friends with a cow. I feel like we could have great adventures together on a desert island. <laughs> I think you might get a little loopy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think cows could play tic-tac-toe? We'll just, like, in no. the sand. <laughs> just throw his huff down. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the more I, like, play this situation in my head, the more and more I'm thinking, this cow is going to live. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How long is a cow's lifespan? I have no idea. Me neither. <laughs> I know so little about these majestic creatures. But, like, to me, it's one of those things, like, if you were on a desert island and the first thing you thought of was, I need to kill this cow. <laughs> like, you're not thinking great about survival, I don't think. Because, like, this cow could produce milk for you. Yeah. Actually, no, because it needs it has to be to pregnant. Have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Okay, what if you get a pregnant cow? <laughs> like, you got lucky and the cow's pregnant. Yeah. So you got milk. I don't know. But, like, if the cow's pregnant, the baby needs its milk. So you got to share the milk with the baby. <laughs> or you don't have the milk. <laughs> <laughs> You're just there beside the baby sharing the milk. <laughs> so this creepy. Is, this this is so is I don't like hypotheticals. They're Me so either. stupid. Okay, let's shift to some less intense hypothetical scenarios that might kind of... What's the word? Um, Happen? That might kind of test your how morally attached you okay. are to veganism. Yeah. So, have you been asked these before? Um, sort of along the lines okay. of, but like, what if you were? Let's say you and I, we have a company. Okay. And we represent brands. We help work with brands. Mm-hmm. What if we got reached out to by a brand that was definitely not vegan? Mm-hmm. Let's say. Cattle Farmers of America. Okay. <laughs> but they offered you $5 million. Wow. I don't think so. Good answer. Like, that's, I don't know. To me, that's like, if they were like, hey, we have a vegan product we'd like to promote, yeah. I probably would be definitely more inclined to do that because I'd be like, yeah, I'd help you promote your vegan products because it'll help you sell less of your other things probably. Mm-hmm. But like... I, for $5 million? No. I think it's the same idea as if it, you were working for a company that wanted to, to do advertising for something like smoking. Yeah. I don't... No, no, I just, like... Also, like, if we're a vegan brand supporting... Like, not only our own morals that we have to take into consideration, we would be such hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Like, no one would want to work with us anyways, so... Exactly. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's a, a very quick no. Even if, like, you're, if it's not your company and you're working at a company, would you work on campaigns that go against your more, your... I mean, yeah, I'm probably going to have to do that anyways with any place that I work that, because, like, there's not very many vegan companies out yeah. there. It's hard to get a job at a vegan company. I would love to work for a vegan company, but I've already kind of accepted the fact that I'm going to probably have to do some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like I work, I'm choosing to work for a company. It's my choice, uh, but I do need to make money. So yeah, I've accepted that. 
I wish I didn't have to, but yeah. I need to support myself somehow. Do you think it's going to bother you or it does bother you? Like, I don't know. It could depend on the work you're doing. Like yeah. some campaigns or projects could be less intense than others. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I might feel a sense of guilt for helping promote something that I don't believe in. Like, that really bothers me. But when you're, like, just working at a big company, you don't have any say. So you feel kind of powerless, which is double worse. Yeah. Like, I mean, if there's a vegan (laughs) PR company there that wants to hire me, I will (laughs) jump right on board. But there's none. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't really have a choice if I want to work in the field that I would like to work in. I know. So. (laughs) It sucks. And I mean, that's probably true for a lot of workplaces. You're always going to be up against things that go against what you believe in, right? Because veganism just isn't that prominent anywhere. Yeah. Unless you have, unless you work for yourself, you can't set the morals in any business that you work at. Mm -hmm. So no matter if it's like veganism or something else, you yeah. can't really do much and about it. And it could be something as small as, like, your company does rib day every Thursday. Yeah. And there's these piles of ribs well, in the lunchroom. Well, I lunch mean, room. the place that I work does, they do cheese, cheese o'clock every Friday. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, I didn't participate because it's cheese, but, like... Yeah. I'm not going to make people not eat cheese because of my morals. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like you... We live in a world where veganism still isn't a mainstream thing. So, like, you can't really go into a workplace and be like, I'm not going to work on any of your clients because they all feature meat. Okay, mm-hmm. why do you work here? Yeah. <laughs> so. But I think some of the workplace situations can make you feel a bit isolated. Even mm-hmm. if they don't mean to, you yeah. still kind of feel like you're on your own because no one really understands what you're feeling yeah. or why you're choosing to make these decisions. I, th- I like to, whenever I work in a place that's like predominantly not vegan, I always like to bring in food. Mm-hmm. So like cookies and stuff that's vegan and be like, yeah, here, contribute to like work lunches and yeah. stuff. And Well, I mean, that's why I've like kind of started doing that because... Like, they really don't... I don't think they've been exposed to that much vegan stuff. Mm -hmm. So they have all of the negative preconceptions about veganism. And like, no, 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 let me give you some nice food. Because it's not that bad. It's not that gross. Like, I understand people that don't... That just don't empathize with animals on the level that I do. Like, that's, Uh that's fair. But... I don't think you can argue when food tastes good or not. Yeah, that's what bothers me is when people get caught up in the word vegan mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I mean, it's not as good. I'm like, no, this is a good cookie or whatever it may be. You just are getting caught up in the fact that it's labeled vegan. Yeah, exactly. That's what bothers me the most. Yeah. Is Or like when people like, I don't like vegan food. I'm like, yes, you do. You eat vegetables. <laughs> if you don't eat vegetables, then okay, you can be fair to say that. If you're a pure carnivore... Sure, you don't like vegan food, but no human, I hope, is a pure carnivore. That's a rough time. <laughs> that would... You'd not be pooping. That's what I'm saying. It's a rough time. <laughs> <laughs> Real rough. Um, so, like, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't like when people are like, no, I don't like vegan food. I don't want to try it. I'm like, or just try it, because it's not going to hurt you. It's literally vegetables. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> if you don't eat vegetables, we have a bigger problem. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like just being a vegan right now is difficult. Because people think things about you. People think things about what you eat. And it's hard to, like, if you want to work in food-related things or, like, 
any kind of mainly client-facing mm-hmm. things, I think, it's hard. Mm-hmm. I, It's almost a bit of both. Like, veganism could not be easier right now, yeah. but it's also incredibly hard because it's easier because it's going mainstream, and it's harder because it's going mainstream. So yeah. we have less... There's a lot more being presented about veganism Mm -hmm. and there's a lot that's not positive but because it's going mainstream we don't really have a say over what people are learning about veganism so as it goes mainstream they could be getting all the bad things so even though it's easier for us to be vegans because there's so many amazing products there's also way more preconceptions because there's so much negative information out there Uh uh-huh um but yeah no i always like going a little bit back to before the preconceptions, every interview that I've been on, like I'm applying for a lot of food-based jobs in PR and stuff. Every interview that I go on, they're like, they ask me, they're like, you're a vegan. Uh, we work with companies that have meat. Are you okay with that? Yeah. And my answer is the same for everything. And it's similar to when like we talk about like we would never judge people who aren't vegan. And I'm like, Eating whatever you choose to put in your body is a very personal choice, and I'm not going to judge anyone for what they decide they want to put in their body. So I'm like, it like, would I not like, would I prefer not to work on meat? Obviously, mm-hmm. yes, but like, I'm not going to judge anyone for choosing meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have no problem with a person not being vegan, but I do kind of have a problem with a person just like blatantly straight up shutting it down and not even yeah, trying it and exactly. just saying that it's gonna be gross and not giving it a chance when like there's no reason to not eat food that tastes delicious yeah and i'm sorry there's no like i look there's disgusting food in every single cuisine out there so in veganism is no different there's some food that you're just not gonna like and it just comes down to taste and if you claim to hate all of vegan food i don't believe you because vegan food isn't like a specific cuisine Mm -hmm. like it changes all like you can have so many different cuisines within the vegan yeah diet that I'm just like you're gonna find something you like yeah you just have to not give up on it and I'm not saying go vegan but I don't like write off an entire food lifestyle just because you tried something you don't like yeah there's so many good products out there now that are so close to not even tasting vegan I know that it's like you can't even I get confused right me too sometimes I'll eat something and and maybe it's because yeah of us haven't had that thing in a while but it's like I really don't know if this cheese is vegan or not. Yeah. On pizza sometimes. Or in like grilled cheese. Yeah. I like have a grilled cheese. Well, like even the one we went to in Aurelia, mm-hmm. I just tried it. I was like, is this like, is it a vegetarian place? Like maybe this is like, there's dairy in it. Cause it tastes so real. Yeah. But like their whole menu is plant-based. So. I know. It's like, this is like confusing. I don't like this. Um, even like, so the wedding I went to last night, they gave me a piece of chocolate cake. The cake tasted so good. Oh my gosh. And I was like, they gave it to me. And they're like, oh, this is vegan, by the way. And I looked in, like, it looks like a three layer chocolate cake. And I was like, this doesn't look like one of the like store bought things. Yeah. I'm like, this actually looks like they made it. I'm like, is this vegan? Yeah. Like, and it tasted delicious. Damn. My stomach didn't feel weird. So I'm assuming it was vegan. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was really, really good. See, that's why it's. I feel like it's so easy to just try different foods. But then again, I guess if you're a person who just generally doesn't like to try different foods, like maybe you eat a very basic, very bland... Chicken fingers. Yeah, diet. (laughs) Then I could understand you being like, oh, this is too wild for me. But most people don't. I feel like most people 
most people are, are down willing to, to try, try a lot of foods. Things. So veganism should be no different. They just they just have this weird like misconception about vegan food, or like because I think because it's become a norm for like people to be like, oh, you're a vegan, or like, oh, vegan food yeah. must be so bland and gross that people just do it now. Yeah. Because they assume that or yeah. because they think it's the cool thing to do. Exactly. That's like, kind of the problem with going mainstream. Yeah. Now everybody feels like this is how they're supposed to react to a vegan. Yeah. No. That's so sad. I can understand being skeptical or not being into the processed foods yeah. sometimes, which is fair. But I think if it's something that's just straight up, it's just we made these plants taste delicious. Yeah. And, like, you can't deny that. Yeah. I can understand not it. It might not be like the taste or flavor you like, but you can't deny that it's not good food. Exactly. Yeah, it just it makes me sad I when know. people close off so quickly to it. Yeah, it's like so frustrating, and I don't really get frustrated that easily with things. Usually, I'm just kind of like, ah, whatever. You feel what you feel, but when they just like shut it down so easily, it's kind of like, but you don't know anything. Well, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that you came out wrong. You're dumb. Oh, no, that came out wrong. <laughs> You're not giving me the chance. <laughs> I've even had people, and it makes me so mad when people do this, and it's very rare. I think it's only happened like a couple times where I like try and convince someone to try something, and they're like, oh, will you try mine? I'm like, no, because it goes against what I morally believe. Yeah. That's why I'm not trying yours. You're not trying mine because you're refusing to eat vegan food, not because it goes against your moral compass in some way. Yeah. So like we have different reasonings. You're just being a jerk and not thinking vegan food is good or wanting to admit that it's good. I'm saying no to your meat dish because it goes against my morals. Like, Which is a valid reason. I don't think there's actually... I can't think of a valid reason for not wanting to eat vegan food. Like, it yeah, couldn't, there isn't. There's, I don't see how it could go against your morals. The only thing... If it's vegan food that has, like, palm oil in it That's what I'm saying. So, like, other ethical, like, environmental yeah. things. So, like, palm oil or if it's just, like, a little unhealthy or something yeah. and you eat more healthy food. Like, I can to get that stuff. That's fair. But if you're sitting there eating a burger, refusing to eat my yeah. vegan stuff, then you have no excuses. So, no excuses. No excuses. Just try it. If you don't like it, I don't care that if you don't like it. Just try it. And try it with an open mind. Like, don't go into it being, like... I need to pick apart this thing so intensely because it's vegan. I need to find it's every vegan. little thing yeah. that's wrong about There's it. There's no way it's going to taste good, so I'm going to be hypercritical yeah. about it. Or like Because the, you don't do that with regular regular food, and if you did do yeah. that with regular food, you'd probably hate a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. And like, don't go in like expecting it to taste identical to the exact thing that it's trying to mimic, if it's trying to mimic anything. Like, obviously, some things I would love to taste closer to the real thing sometimes. Like cheese. It would mm-hmm. be awesome if it tasted yeah. more like cheese. But like... And I can, I'm fine with people being like, it doesn't really taste like cheese. I'm like, yeah, but it still tastes delicious. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't say it doesn't taste good. So. Yeah. I think cookies are a great example because mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm just crazy, but I think it's so easy to make a vegan cookie taste yeah. like a regular cookie. Baking's easier than savory food. I agree. Yeah. And it, like, it's sugar. As long as it tastes like sugar, people are going to love it. I know, right? That's why <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> I think this was a good discussion. Me too. It was, um, this was a very diverse discussion. Yeah. We, I mean, it started off completely ridiculous, but I think we brought it back to an a, actual real life situation. Yeah. Some yeah. helpful discussion. Yeah. <laughs> 
But, yeah, if you get hypotheticals, go over to our social channels and share them with us because we're very curious. Oh, I would love to hear some more crazy hypotheticals. Yeah, if you have hypotheticals crazier than the ones Devin's getting, I really want to know <laughs> about them. <laughs> All right, that's going to be it for this episode of TMG Unfiltered. Thank you for listening. If you want to continue the discussion or learn about our vegan recipes and other vegan adventures we go on you can find us on social we are at two market girls and we have a youtube channel called two market girls and our blog is at twomarketgirls.com <laughs> we also have a podcast instagram kind of extra instagram at tmg underscore unfiltered uh where we just kind of post some extra stuff it's basically like the instagram version of this podcast yeah unfiltered <laughs> and that's all for today thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs>